Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Athletes Unfiltered. What the hell's going on no. here? I, I literally told him, I was like, you're in high school. And then he's like, no, I'm not in high school. Like, you, you, you f***ing idiot. You know? <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, jeez, this, this guy's definitely not coming here now. <laughs> the podcast made by the athlete for the fans. Kind of the main difference is that we're just pouring our hearts and souls into the sport. And I know our guys want to win. And that's what, what hurt in that moment. And what I had to kind of overcome and, and come to the realization, you know, this is what I signed up for. Now, here are your hosts, Adrian Martinez and Jeff Ekstrom. Whether you are grocery shopping, doing homework, it doesn't matter. We're glad you decided to join us here on episode number 10 of Athletes Unfiltered. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Ekstrom, and as always, is Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez. Adrian, episode number 10. We're at that mile mark. How's it feel? Feels good. Feels good to be at the 10 uh, episode mark. Uh, I just know we have so much more in store, and this is sort of the beginning. So um, excited we've made it this far and that it's um, kind of evolved in front of our eyes, and and that's been pretty cool. Uh, And excited for this episode as well. We're going back to the O-line room this time. We've already had... Cameron Jurgens on, and we've had a couple of others, uh, but O-Lineman Group, Bryce Benhart, Turner Corcoran joining us here, and we got some good things to talk about with them. Yeah, we definitely do. I'm, I'm excited to get these guys on, these young pups. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my two tackles, uh, love them to death. They're really quality dudes, and uh, <laughs> just the sheer size of them is uh, something to see. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> but before we do that, let's talk a little bit about the O-line room. I mean, recently they had the whole O-line got to deal with Muchachos, right? Yeah, Muchachos. Uh, I love seeing that. Uh, I guess it was like they got a, a bur- the Pipeline burrito. Mm. They've also made a Twitter account called The Pipeline. Um, done a lot of cool things there, just sort of uh, making the most out of their NIL experience, yep. you know. Um, my guy, Matt Sichterman. He graduated software engineer. I, or I think he's maybe he's getting his master's now as a software in, engineer, something like that. I mean, the guy is just super smart is yeah. what I'm trying to say. He's absolute stud, worked at Huddle d- mm. during the summer, um, just a jack of all trades. But he's kind of seems like the, the head honcho of, mm. of yep. organizing some of the NIL deals. Um, there's a lot of passion in that group to get that stuff done. So excited that they – they got that. I think we have some more stuff coming in the future. Hopefully, we're I'm integrated in that as well. Um, but those guys have have some things going for them. I think when we win some games this year, yeah. only more things will come. And it's interesting because I feel like the offensive line room is such a unique fraternity on its own that NIL just is a natural fit for something like that. Mm. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, there's a real. Um, sense of I mean there's brotherhood across the team yeah, but yeah. the O-line room is different in a way yep. um, and you'll definitely hear our guests touch on that but 
NIL and, and being able to, you know, a company, whatever, being able to adopt a, a whole room, a, a room that has an identity, the pipeline, um, which I know we'll touch on. But it, it's really cool to have seen for me, uh, for me rather, uh, guys when I was a freshman, they were seniors and, and just the kind of the culture in that room and, and how it was established by Coach G and some of those older guys and how it's truly carried over to now. Yeah. And those guys have, have held on tight to that, and I, and I love it. Yeah, and I mean, it's interesting, too, because, like you mentioned, these guys are on the younger side, um, freshmen, sophomores, and this year is kind of the first year of the changing of the guard. I mean, the guys who were older, like Varniaks and whatnot, um, that were here when Frost came in, um, they were like – they were in the previous regime. Now all those guys are mostly gone, and now it's all Frost guys, and they're all kind of a mix. They're young and old, but still, it's kind of like a changing of the guard a little bit. This yeah, year. yeah, I would say it is. You know, guys like uh, Matt Farniak and, and Brendan Hymas, guys who played a significant amount of time on the line. We had like Bo Wilson, um, yeah. some other pieces in there that that had a lot of uh, starts under their belt as mm-hmm. Nebraska Cornhuskers and. Um, they're not here anymore, but that culture still remains. Yeah. I mean, I feel it and I love it. But there is a changing of the guard of like guys who were recruited by Frost are are in those positions now. Um, so it's been cool to see that yeah. it has. But that culture's been um, steady with yeah. Coach G at the top there and those guys just embracing it. And uh, it's it's truly a great example for the rest of the team. And for you, Adrian, too. I mean. Does it kind of feel weird a little bit, too? Because you're the first group that came with Frost here, and now you're a senior. You've seen the culture change throughout your four years here in some of the hardships and whatnot that the team has had to go through to get that culture established. I mean, how does it feel now to be that old dog and seeing all that change? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like an old dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, truly do feel like an old guy in the locker room. It's it's just funny how how it goes, um, but I love my role. You know, I, I love being that guy who has experience and um, hopefully is able to influence the younger guys mm-hmm. in a positive way, in a way that will only make them better individually and and as a collective in the program uh, moving forward. So I I, I cherish my role um, and I take it seriously. You know, it it was a little bit weird whenever I got to that point where it kind of clicked with me. Like, yeah, I am one of the older guys on this squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love it. You know, I, I remember the guys who influenced me when I was first coming in, like the Gerald Fosters and the Stanley Morgans and Divino Zigbo, mm-hmm. um, and how much I looked up to those guys at that moment. And now I'm in, in that role. Yeah. So, And I think I want to kind of get your perspective on this too. As that quarterback, you're always the leader of the team. But how has your leadership style had to change as you get older? Because not only do you have to focus on – winning games and the success of the team right now, you also have to prepare to nurture and mentor the guys that are going to take over once you're gone mm. as well. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a blend of leading by example and um, leadership is performance, and performance mm-hmm. is leadership. So that's something that my coach, uh, Coach Verdue, always says, um, and that comes down to, you know, for me, it's what it looks like in the in the weight room, off the field, um, meals, just the little things. It, it's it's got to be constant, yeah. um, and that's a little bit of example. And then, performance is generated through practice and through games. So, executing on the field and and doing it every single day, um, and that's that's just something that I've I've sort of. Uh, 
continued to evolve in my time at Nebraska. I feel like I've always sort of been in that role in a way, and and now that I'm older, I'm just better equipped to uh, do that the best way possible. You know who's equipped at protecting Adrian's blind side? A couple guys we have coming nice. up. Nice. <laughs> Turner Corcoran and Bryce Benhart. Coming up in Episode 10 of Athletes Unfiltered, don't go away. Plenty up ahead. Who is the best player you guys have played against? So, like, individually. Best player at college, high school, JUCO, whoever. I mean, I played against Christian McCaffrey in basketball. Mm. Could you, mm. at the time, did you know, like, wow, this dude is just so He's different. He's an all-pro future. I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. We hung around NFL players all the time. Mm-hmm. But Christian McCaffrey, during my middle school and high school experience, like, I, I knew he was going to be great. Mm. He was great. He was unbelievable. Um, he was in his flow state from the first snap to whenever they took him out because they're winning by X amount of points. Yeah. Um, most of the time, he had he had some absurd like touchdowns on first touch in his high school career, like twenty plus. Touch wow. the ball, first play of the game, tub, tubby. So I already f- I forgot the question, <laughs> but I got Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. Best player you've ever. It's got to be against. him. Even it, though so I never played against in basketball? him. basketball? Yeah. Mm. I, could fe- I could feel his energy. I could feel his presence as an athlete <laughs> on the basketball court. I do remember you know he what, was, Joe, like, he know, was sizing him up. I remember being at that game. He was sizing him up. He was like, you know. I went and stood next to him yeah. when they were shooting free throws. <laughs> just wanted to get a better look. I was trying to get in his head. Yeah. <laughs> See how I stack up. What about in college? Yeah, J.K. Dobbins mm-hmm. was probably the most elite running back I've faced. Um, yeah. I mean, I was young and not as good or athletic as I yeah. am now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he he did me dirty <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> Just he, power-wise or kind of ability to move? Both. Like, yeah, reading. Like, yeah. he, I had force, and he's two yards inside of me, and next thing you know, he's two yards outside of me, and it's like, where did 13 go? Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, my face was in the dirt, so it must be a freshman thing because that's another answer. To yeah, play so to we've freshman asked year. a couple. We've asked yeah, a couple people that, and we kind of asked the question like, you know, is it because we were young and maybe we weren't as experienced or as talented, you know, whatever? Right. And at the moment, like, wow, this dude is so good. But if I played that same player my senior year, would he feel as good to me? Exactly. Then, you know, right. That's a great point. I don't think so. Yeah, mm. I don't think so. It's kind yeah, of but yeah, because to answer my my part of it is definitely it was um Josh Odom. He was mm-hmm. uh he was a running back slash uh, linebacker at Pine Creek and I played against him in practice um when I was like a freshman sophomore. Yeah. And um I mean yeah. he hit people harder than I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. and Freak. he he was juiced up and like just crazy thick like Saquon thick. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm 14, 15 years old, and this dude's 18. And, you know, parts like the Red Sea, and he comes to sack me. Um, yeah, that definitely <laughs> leaves a leaving. Uh, that definitely leaves a lasting impression. For sure. Um, but I'd say in college, though, I I faced some some crazy dudes. I I remember one uh, dude. In Southern California, he was committed to Alabama mm. at the end. Um, so he's a freak then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I faced a couple, but I would say, I mean, when it comes to just overall, like, 
crazy ability would still be JoJo. Um, in practice, he would he would make sure I'd never score in practice. <laughs> I would like break a run, and he would like hawk me from like thirty yards away, <laughs> just to like make sure like get him right. Uh, <laughs> or else he'd come home and over dinner and be like, "Mom, Dad, I scored on this guarding defense. <laughs> I, s- I scored on the black shirts. JoJo's out there. No but chance. Right? Can't no. let it happen. Right. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Is that a good segue? Should we go on? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. You know, and this is why I don't want to go on social media too often. Like the first article that came out came about um, came out about me um, I, it, with my commitment was he lacks any sort of size and that he's going to be zero push to the starter this next year. And I was like, yeah, I screenshot we'll that. I screenshotted it, and I was like, awesome. Like I I can't wait to hang this up and let it be fuel it was honestly it it was really funny just because like i feel like you know you're you're doing something when you finally start to receive the hate because i hadn't you know being a juco dude and being a campbell i was a nobody so there was no that's a great way to look there was no need for hate yeah right Mm. you're stepping in your worth and people are already yeah yeah Uh, yeah, it was it was really um comical but it also then goes to show, like, you can't, you just can't get too high or too low. Yeah, you can't put stock in those no. people's opinions. You right. know? No. It's, like, it's the man in the arena type of deal, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've never told you this, but, like, I, I share your adversity your sophomore year yeah. more, more often than, I don't know, not even more. I, I share it. Yeah. people ask because it's easy it's almost easier for me because I see I see it I went like I see it we've been through it like on different journeys but Definitely. like kind of same result of like humbling ourselves and mm-hmm. removing and finding our own identity out, outside of football so like bro mad respect to you and I'm so happy that you're our quarterback and that I'm back Oh, yeah. Cannot be more appreciated, bro. And, appreciate and he's Sorry. being sincere about that because um, every time I've asked him, like, yo, man, what you think about the QB position? He's like, bro, I'm solid on our guy. Mm. He, saw, he's, he always says he's solid with you, for real. Appreciate that. So. My guy. Yes, sir. You already know. Yes, sir. You know, it's a different monster out here. Right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. We signed up for it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You know what's so funny about our journeys is that um, like he was just like thankful if he got like Wyoming and I was the dude that so he got heavily recruited I didn't get recruited barely any right I mean I got letters and stuff but like yeah. no official offers out of high but school your expectation but mm. in my mind I was like oh yeah I'm going to SC yeah I'm going to like I was such a dreamer as a kid um not realizing like the level caliber player you have to be right so I always thought it's funny I always thought I was better than I actually was and then I finally like caught up to where my thinking was yeah your belief in yourself yeah Yeah. exactly it's just funny because this dude's always like been dominant every fucking thing he's done and then he's like oh I'm cool with Wyoming I'm over here like, like I'll be happy if I get drafted. I'm over here like average. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here like average as fuck. Like yeah, I'm going to SC and get drafted. Right. <laughs> like you need more of this. I need more of this. And that's why we're perfect for each other. Yeah. No doubt though, because I mean, they're both good things. But ideally, you have a marriage of it. You know. Mm-hmm. 
It's just hard. It's fucking yeah. hard. Mm. Are you guys big social media people? Trying to now that we can benefit from it. Yeah. I think this this will hopefully help a little bit. It will boost this show. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I would say I, I was a lot in high school mm-hmm. and then when I lived in Ventura with my sister because we just take she would just take a lot of photos, but mm-hmm. not really. We were talking about like, this earlier. Like we used to make videos, vines before there were vines. <laughs> like of us doing some silly ass stuff. Yeah, we used to love social media when it wasn't popular and then now that it's too popular <laughs> we're like Nah. Yeah, yeah you gotta you kinda know. gotta sp- I don't give yeah. yourself some space from it. De- definitely. Definitely. And that's the thing that's so hard for me about this whole like image and likeness thing that sucks. Yeah. Is like I've always been like uh wanting to lean towards the being more private side, yep. you know? And like, not having to put everything out there or be super on my phone or this or that. It's always been, like, a goal of mine. And what I found with that is, like, I won't... I couldn't do this unless I was being my most authentic, unapologetic self. Mm. And if I wasn't being that, like, I wouldn't... It wouldn't sit right with me. I would yeah. be doing it for the wrong reasons. Now it's an ego... Um, check instead of just like an authentic interaction over a social platform like it's so polarizing clickbait likes like the whole thing plays with your mind so much and really if you could just post and get off and not really give too much of a damn about what people think about it like when i post it's like it's human nature though like there's a dopamine trigger effect with all that stuff i mean i think i know that i know that a lot of nfl players have um have people that run their account mm-hmm. I'd be so down for that as long as you're not shitty at captions like <laughs> dude <laughs> let you caption. like let you handle it yeah. and that'd be huge I, if, if only you know what's crazy yeah. is I, I've kind of been encouraged to find like management right but how yeah. do you even do that if you're in college and you can't really get an agent yeah no you almost need like someone you trust like a family member but then find someone that knows what they're doing though too yeah for us we have our sister who she's been on instagram before anyone was on instagram and she has this eye for like how how to do stuff so yeah we're lucky in that that might be unique in that way but yeah that would be tough like who can you trust who actually knows what they're doing yeah for sure these aren't there's some good stuff right there. Are these yeah. things on? Yeah, I've been recording. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't stop recording oh, the entire right. way. Yeah. Oh, okay. all right. Sweet. Sweet. So maybe that was way more laid back. That was yeah, maybe it makes it in. Episode. As always, Adrian Martinez and Jeff Ekstrom with you here. And we have three other guests to join us here. You heard them on the regular episode, but now a little more, a little extra content. Damian Daniels, Ty, Ty Robinson, and Tate Wildeman is going to hop on with us here. Yes, sir. Tate, how's it going, boys? I'm doing good. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so soft-spoken. I'm so humble. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be the first extra episode. I didn't really think that was a thing, but I'm honored. What I wanted to ask you guys, I think it's a very important question. What is your favorite movie or movies? What are you looking for? Um, what's kind of your genre? Man, uh, 
Me personally, I love the Marvel. Starting mm. off, I love Marvel. Mm, me too. How big yeah. of a Marvel fan are you, though? Like, really? You seen all the movies? You got uh, Disney Plus? I see. Yeah, I see, I got Disney Plus. I seen all the movies, the old ones, like the Hulk, like even those the ones that aren't on Disney Plus. Mm. Yeah, I've grown up to be a Marvel. I like DC, but it's just something about Marvel that always stuck with me. Mm. So yeah, I've grown up being a Marvel fan. Like, I still to this day rewatch some of them. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. Your fav- who's your favorite superhero then? My favorite superhero is got to be Thor. Facts. Mm. Yeah. Hey, facts, on it. That's, that's yeah. mine, too, yeah. Thor's good. God of Thunder. How can you not go wrong with that? Yeah. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Class. So good. Yeah. Dude, so good. With Their the funniest Hulk. movie. Funniest movie. Funniest entertaining. Movie. Music was great. You know. What about you? What about you guys? Well, I've never really seen... I've only seen Endgame. And Infinity That's War. the one you've only seen? And Infinity War. So you basically so, just watched the end of the whole thing. Pretty much, yeah. But it was a good spot to pick up on. The best one to pick up on is the first Iron Man in the yes. made in 2008. Yes. Yep. Yep. Dude, the first Iron Man's also up there. I really wish they didn't. I mean, I understand why they went like the more child-friendly version. But, I mean, the original Iron Man... And that was made. I mean, that was so good, so good, so good. An instant classic, instant classic. So, I mean, outside the Marvel universe, Tate, what are some of your favorite movies? Come on, speak (laughs) up, shy guy. I would say um, I like Titanic. Titan- it Titanic's it always a great movie. Cut it out. No, 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 no. Do not cut this out. <laughs> cut it out. I thought oh it's God. a movie I can watch over and over again. And Really? You can watch that over yeah. and over again? Yeah, yeah. It's a classic. I've always been interested in mm-hmm. Titanic. I don't know why. Also interested I don't either. In, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> dinosaurs, so Jurassic Park mm. series. Jurassic Park series and Titanic are your favorite movies ever. No, I like... My favorite, if I had to say, like, a movie I could watch... Toy Story. Over and... Shrek. No, no, no. I mean, Shrek, you're, you're naming a great movie. Now you're just ma- naming classics. That yeah, everybody no. Loves. This I dude love, Tate likes, like, hey, you I like watch anything. Shrek? Like, just out of random. Like, just randomly. Like, I like... Yeah, sure. I like Forrest Gump. I'd say mm. Forrest Gump. That's a good, that's a good one. That's, that's a good, good movie. choice. Good choice. I mean, I can't... Jen A. I'd can't say that might, <laughs> that might be one of my favorite, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place. I uh, Coach Duvall put me on to Goodfellas. I love mm. that movie. Goodfellas is a great movie. Little but, uh, mob. Yeah, oh, can't go wrong with that. Um, but I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. Yes. Uh, Have you been on the ride? Yes. That ride broke down on me when I went on it. We had to like walk through the cave. It's fucking scary. That must have been dope. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> it wasn't when I was a kid. Universal Studios. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Um, big nerd. I like Star Wars. Star Wars is better than Star Trek. I said it, but that's a fact. I think I that's think a fact. That's not really. I don't, really, I don't that's, even disagree. Hey, that's not disputed. Hey, really. I, there's yeah. people out there. You don't know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like Shrek. You can't go wrong with Shrek. Toy Story, classic. Mm. So, what about like the best animated film? If we're we're diving into this, because mm. I'm a big, a little bit of a soft spot of mine. I'm a big like Disney movie guy. Yep. They, they're just like great stories. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. The Finding Nemo's, Finding Dory, Toy Stories are all bangers. You know, uh, Soul hit different. Soul, Soul. was Soul. a banger. Yep. Uh, the Lion King, you can never sleep mm. on the line. Like it's just a classic. A good one that actually uh, came out, I think this year was Ryan the Dragon. Oh, I, that's like I saw yeah. that. I actually I saw that on that Disney one. Plus, but yeah. I wouldn't put that up there. Like it's, it's not, not up there. I'm just saying, like animated films. Yeah, yeah like for 2021, good. that's a good one. Yeah, for me, it's Moana. 
I love the mm. movie Moana. It has a great soundtrack, and I love the characters in it and the rocks in it. So. The rock, the goat. The rock is just so freaking legendary. He's ever, he, he was Miami offensive line during their prime to D-line. D-line, sorry, D-line, sorry. Do your shit right, Todd. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. D-line to now a... Shut up, bitch. To now a... Famous celebrity that does movies and whatever, yeah, really, dude, whatever he's a he wants WWE to do. wrestler. Yeah, I nope. mean, the guy's been all over the place. As far as like life, you can't say he's probably not done damn near everything he's wanted to do. Yeah, if yeah. not more, yeah. if not more, like guy's done it all, and he's jacked. And he's he has his own clothing line. I know with Under Armour. I don't know if you see that stuff yeah. ever, but like it's pretty sweet. It's good stuff, dude's doc. Yeah. He's Man. what you strive for. Don't he have his own drink too, like his own liquor or something? Yeah. We hope Dude, you enjoyed this episode, and don't, don't worry, that, we're gonna have plenty. Yeah, Conor McGregor, that's the big one I know. Adrian Martinez, I'm Jeff Ekstrom. We'll talk to you soon. I was in Omaha a couple months ago doing that. He was in, he was in like a high V in Omaha. it was so. I remember seeing I was, I was there. I was there. My girlfriend, she drugged me out there. She told me I didn't want her sitting along by herself. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it was a shit show. It was a dude. <laughs> he was driving around uh, in this Tahoe, and he had about fifteens in his trunk. And next thing you know, like you know, you you notice people like that. And then he ended up leaving. And then I kid you not, ten minutes later, he came with like a, a two thousand eight Mustang with the same speakers in the trunk. And I look, I'm like. Ain't that the same motherfucker? He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to flex on dudes or what? What's going I don't, on? I don't know what he was doing, but everybody, yeah. but everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody was out there. They was like, I thought the same thing. That is the same guy. So I don't know, but yeah, it was just a good time though. But it was back, a shit show. Back to McGregor. Did you watch the fight? Mm. Oh, dude. I, oh yeah. I hate we watch that. that. I'm glad it I didn't is. waste my money. That's, well, yeah, dude. Well, that's I why you like pirate it. That's what we did. We pirated it. <laughs> yeah, like stream it on like a computer. Yeah. You definitely got to pirate it. But you, you could get kicked off of that like any second. So it's a little risky. I'm not going to lie. I actually watched it on Instagram Live. Somebody <laughs> made a fake account and <laughs> he was streaming it live on Instagram. I legit watched the whole first round. On my, That's on all my it was, phone. right? Dude, yeah. I feel yeah. like there's been a lot of those injuries lately. Like I watched the last uh, UFC was uh, it? fight card and like a dude snapped Same his thing. leg. Like Same I thing. hate seeing that shit. And it's all so brutal. Too. It's brutal, oh. and and you could make a debate that it's kind of taken over boxing. But mm-hmm. if stuff like that keeps happening, like the leg checks, it's always the leg checks. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. You, like making them like, kicking them. Yeah, or they get them getting kicked. You know, <laughs> it's not like other sports where these guys are just tearing their ACLs or just something where it's like you don't. It's not an obvious sign that you see it. Yeah, with UFC, it's just some Kevin break your leg. Yeah, just yeah. it bends in half right there in front of you. Not just yeah. that. Yeah. You think they'll not show it again, but they'll show it. Oh, in yeah. They yeah. play slow 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 slow. That I'll be like, and they're like, oh, I can't watch, oh, but then they're watching. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. watch, but do you see his leg right there? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, give me a break. Man was hey, man was talking to his game though after. Oh, it's was, hilarious. I think the. Your wife is in my DMs. I think that's what put me over. That made me laugh so hard. Dude, wasn't he, like, really pissed off about that? Wasn't that, like, a line yeah. that was crossed or whatever? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't really in tune with well, that. Well, I mean, so if, if someone's telling you that your wife of however long is in somebody I think else's DMs. I think it's bullshit, though. He yeah. talked about or, his wife, and he said he was going to kill him or something like that while he was on I, the yeah. ground with a 
messed up leg, you know. Yeah. So, jeez. McGregor's made, he made like a ton of money off that, anyways. Yeah. Like way more than the guy who won the fight. Like I don't even know that dude's name, Poirier. Or, yeah. That's yeah. Poirier. Like, shout out he to the won. people from the boot. The boot. Louisiana. What are you talking about? Louisiana. <laughs> Who's no. shout, <laughs> just talking random? Yeah. Just shout out to the people from the boot. They know who they is. <laughs> <laughs> this freaking dude. <laughs> Welcome to the Jack Off <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some more football. Let's talk best practice moment in college. Um, yeah. We'll just leave it that. Let's leave it a little broad. It has to be a. It got to be my uh, one of the best Nebraska moments had to be. Uh, it was probably that day uh, we had three hundred something high school coaches in the stands, and it was just we just ended practice with a big brawl. <laughs> it was it was just it was just one. It was just fun, just being out there with everybody and uh, <laughs> just taking the punishment afterwards, and just hearing Coach Frost. Talk after that. It was, it was just a good time. We were just talking about that today. Yeah, we were talking we were about it today. On the field. <laughs> yep. After, like for reference, both sidelines got completely cleared, full on brawl right in the middle of the field. Yeah, there's a little rivalry like defense, <laughs> offense, and yeah. it usually always spurs like from the D line and O line and and fall camp. That kind of whatever you want to call it just intensifies and. There's mm-hmm. bound to be a couple fights. So it was like legit. It wasn't like kind of like half joking, oh, half. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Usually it's someone wrong. gets taken to the ground yeah. and then people just start flying in yeah. left and right. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's just like in the heat of the moment. Like yeah. afterwards, yeah, we, you know, it's we it's a brotherhood. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, you know, brothers fight. It's all love. Yeah, yeah it is everybody knows that. Yeah. Wasn't it with him? Who? Wait, hold on. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. Um, I was on the sideline <laughs> running in. <laughs> And there's like this big wall in front of me, and I just kind of like jumped over the top and like. I know Superman like, punched. No, no, he Superman didn't even do punched. that. He like jumped in and like back first. Like, oh, no, 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 like that was flip. something else. That was that's that what was, I'm talking that about. That was a different though. time. That's yeah, what I'm talking that about. Now, one time. of the other ones. I don't one know. of the other <laughs> mini fights. Though. I just see like this huge fight break out, and I just see like I don't even know. Tate just goes runs, and he just jumps like boing. And then he just falls right in the middle, not even doing nothing, and then just jumped on the pile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just jumped on the pile. Dude, right. Will Farniak was the funniest dude to watch in fights. Oh, or, like, in a fight. Like, if Matt Farniak, his older brother, got in a fight, he was the first one there. And who was the dude that he was just gut gut punching, like, throwing What's jabs? Like Casey Rogers. It was Casey. Casey is a... Lori Rogers. He's a key character in the... In those fights. I feel like he instigates a lot of those in the field line. Man. Am I right? Yeah. You're right. You could say that. Yeah. You it goes back and forth. It yeah. does. The yeah. O-line. They got Casey's number. Just put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the biggest smack talker during practice? Uh, yeah, the D-line probably. <laughs> the D-line yeah. for sure. Ty always tries to talk smack to me, but it never works. Don't even. It never Don't works. even. I only talk mess if I get mad, really. Mm. Like, I remember that. The scrimmage that we had. It was like spring ball. Yeah, I was the one. That was when Coach G yelled at us. Oh uh, yeah, I was mic'd up that day. Ty was <laughs> nuts. I, I I don't know what it was. Ty was mic'd up probably like the practice before, and I was the up. one. Yeah, and I was the one talking the most mess. But as soon as I got the mic, I was the one quiet, and Ty was just going in. Like it was crazy. Like I've never seen practice. Ty like that, and that he got under. It was a good. Yeah, no, for us, for, for, us, us, it was for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad one for the offense. <laughs> yeah. Is what I'm saying. Like I remember, yeah. it's a terrible practice. Yeah. 
Was that yeah. the one where he had to run? The defense had to run? The defense had to run for, yeah. Yeah. Not even now. These salty dudes. Don't even listen to Now, who won majority of the battles last year? There's never, like, a winner. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. No, people not really. Like, we started this new thing, like, hey, if people get in a fight, like, we're just going to let them duke it out wow. and yeah, not have people flying in because <laughs> people just start flying in all over the place and bodies are all fucking getting banged around show. and it's a yeah, shit, it's show, shit and show. And then eventually people just get tired and, like, whistles blowing. It's like, all right, like, let's keep practicing. Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> I can remember <laughs> poor Eli Richter. I mean, this dude was on the ground. He wasn't even a part of the fight. Oh, yeah. He's, like, on his knees and you just see a lineman come out of nowhere and just clean him. Oh. <laughs> just, the fight's happening somewhere else, and he just gets clocked. Yeah, like people are getting clocked all over the place. Dude, supposedly the video team has all the fights. Yeah. Really? Like, they have them all. Wow. Saved. But they cut them out, so, like, obviously, you go back and watch film, and a fight will break out at the end of a play, but that doesn't make it. Yeah. What does make it goes to the freaking video team and just, like, the normal play we see. Yeah. So we got to, like, seek it out if we want to see it again. I'll never forget, random side note, probably the last thing. Remember Khalil? I used to, me and the oh, Davis yeah. twins used to go at it all the time. <laughs> Shout out my boys, the Shout Davis out the twins. Boys, the Davis twins. <laughs> and we loved each other. Like, they're awesome. But it's kind of an unwritten rule, and I'm going to sound like a pansy when I say this, but, like, you're not supposed to hit the quarterback, mm. right? So... I keep the ball in this one play, and, and one of the Davis twins, like, grabs me by the shoulder and, like, kind of wrestles me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, grab the football, and I, I, I'm, like, trying to fight him. Like, I'm getting held back. I'm the trying first to fight time, one of the, the Davis twins. The first time was Khalil. First time was Khalil. Second time it was Carlos, and, and they got put out. <laughs> I threw the ball in my left hand because my right hand was, like, being held back. I threw the ball at his helmet. Like, I was all... Being a bitch, I like you know? how David just remembers everything about that. And he, he, yeah, the, yeah. the fights, majority of the, pra- the fights in practice happen with the D line. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, all of them, probably. <laughs> I'd say I would agree with that. Over 90%. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. Nebraska football getting the fights all the time, but, you know, it's fun. Yep. Hey, we still love each other. It's all love. All it's all love, yeah. Room, there's no beef in the locker room. No, so, never, never. Never. And I'm, oh. You don't get in fights or the DBs, but I might start a fight this this fall camp on the DBs, bro. I was about to me and Mark Kelgan after this spring. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. We're gonna do it. <laughs> We're gonna do it, but maybe not. Maybe not me because they probably won't let that happen. But <laughs> shit, if you get out there with uh, one of the Delamish, we are gonna stop you from doing that with the DBs. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> we I talk smack with them all the time. It's yeah. more of like the actual, you know, that yeah. one. I feel you. I feel Side you. note: this one moment in practice, like. Markel kind of gave me a little nudge or whatever. I was like, all right, like, come at me next time. Let's go. And I run in some speed option to the right side. And I forgot I had said that because it was, like, early in practice. And this is the end of practice. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he's about to hit me. I kind of forgot. He fucking comes and, like, lowers his shoulder. And we just, like, like a real actual, actual hit. Like, I don't get contact until uh, the season. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's go. I got back in his face. Like, like it gets me hyped. I feel like I almost I need it. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I like yeah. that. It kind of brings the best out of me. Well, there you have it. Behind the scenes of Nebraska football. Thank you guys for joining us, Damian, Ty, and Tate. Thank y'all for having us. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners, our supporters. A Huda Media Production.